Spring is in the air at Global Voice Broadcasting. Fresh new shows are hitting the airwaves every day. Shows about all the things that matter to you in your life. Music, fashion, celebs, and more. It's all here, and it's getting better every day. Only at Global Voice Broadcasting. My name is August McLaughlin, and I've been contemplating girl boners for years. It's time for Girl Boner Radio with August McLaughlin. A spicy blend of personal stories, in-depth reporting, and inspiration. Girl Boner is where good girls go for sexual empowerment. Listen in as August McLaughlin, award-winning health and sexuality writer, explores female sexual pleasure like no one else. She's the big sister slash girlfriend you've always wanted, and she loves to talk sex. Only on Global Voice Broadcasting. We have reason to believe man first walked upright to free his hands for masturbation. <laughs> Lily Tomlin. Hey, that would make sense, right? I love that quote. And it applies to all genders, of course. Masturbation is the most common form of sexual expression of all time and invites countless awesome benefits from improved moods, partner sex, and orgasmic euphoria, getting to know your body, which is so important, and even a lowered risk for heart disease. Talk about some sexy medicine, right? Welcome back to Girl Boner Radio. I'm your host, August McLaughlin, and I am thrilled to wish you all a very happy Masturbation Month. Did you know that it was a sexy self-love celebration time all month long? National Masturbation Month started as a single day back in 1995 in honor of Surgeon General Jocelyn Elders. I always want to give her a shout out because as National Masturbation Month gets more popular, I notice that not everybody realizes that the roots came from this complete rock star woman. She was actually fired for suggesting that masturbation be part of sex ed. How sad is that? I've been wanting that as so many other people who are sex positive, sex educators. What a powerful change that would be. Uh, The holiday has since become a whole month. In other words, it's a perfect time, as any, to seek out ways to make the most of our sexy self-love-making time. Joining me today to explore orgasmic yoga and masturbation tips, plus more, all the way from Singapore, is the wonderful Dr. Martha Tara Lee, founder and clinical sexologist of Eros Coaching. She is a certified sexologist with a doctorate in human sexuality, such a good resource. She provides sexuality and relationship coaching for individuals and couples, conducts sexual education workshops, and speaks at public events. She's the author of the book Love, Sex, and Everything in Between, and is the host of the weekly radio show, which is called Eros Evolution on Ohm Times Radio. I had such a blast chatting with her recently, and you should all check it out. For more, visit her websites, uh, www.eroscoaching.com, or you can email info at eroscoaching.com. Welcome, Martha. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. This is super fun. As I mentioned, I loved chatting with you before. (laughs) I've been enjoying getting to know your your wonderful work. And when you mentioned that you might be interested in talking about orgasmic yoga, I was so excited because I've heard of it, but I don't know much about it. So I wonder if you could just start by explaining what is it? Okay. So I took the a certification called sexological body work back when I was doing my doctorate it was actually offered as a separate certification and uh, in the training the term orgasmic yoga was 
introduced to us. So this whole program plus the term orgasmic yoga was coined by my teacher, Joseph Kramer, whom I uh, give credit for. And he's the one who started the body electric, which he sold and uh, then started the new school of erotic touch. So uh, sexological body work is uh, another one of his uh, baby and uh, he coined orgasmic yoga. So what is it? It is actually a suggestion of uh, masturbating for 30 minutes and for a recommended duration of 30 days. So it's a practice. It doesn't have to be limited to 30 days, but um, he does recommend a minimum of 30 minutes. And a lot of people would immediately say, I can't do it for 30 minutes. Are you crazy? I'll be tired. What if I ejaculate? I can't, uh, you know, I, I can't have multiple orgasms. I don't want to. I can't, I cannot have. Uh, and really, it's uh, not really about the orgasm or the ejaculation. It's about the erotic awakening of our sexual energy. It's the activation of our sexual energy in our bodies. It's less about orgasm. It's more about sensation and pleasure. And if you do anything for a long enough time, it becomes a meditation. So there is this line that it does go into when you do something for a long enough time, it becomes quite meditative. Uh, just like uh, running and swimming, if you, if, if you start doing it consciously, uh, you, you get into the flow of it. And this is when the mind stops uh, thinking and is much more in the flow of things. And in orgasmic yoga, I refer to it as a very deep practice of self-love. And if we take that time each day to just see it as a, a place where we come to meet our bodies and love ourselves then it's a very different experience from people who just masturbate because they feel horny, because they need to get off, because they need to do something and go somewhere with that orgasmic energy. And um, it's really very, very profound because you when, when you're just by yourself and you have nowhere to go uh, but to keep going uh, for 30 minutes, you really meet yourself in a very deep way. Your fears, your emotions, your anger, your resentment around masturbation, around sex, around your sexuality really starts to come up. Even the problems, the emotional pains, the hurts and wounds from past relationships, your childhood uh, traumas also all start to come up. So it's a very, very profound practice that has really changed my life. And um, this is why I wrote the book Orgasmic Yoga because I'm so grateful to my teacher that I wanted to put everything that I've learned into that book. Beautiful. I am going to have to read that. How exciting. Now, when you're having these experiences and you are masturbating for 30 minutes, are you actually also doing yoga poses or is it more is the yoga part <laughs> the mindset? Yes. So uh, a lot of people, uh, it, it, it is believed that uh, yoga actually came from sex that uh, the word uh, yoga, if you look into it, means practice. So orgasmic yoga means a practice. Although in orgasmic yoga, we are recommended to warm up our bodies. So we could uh, you do the yoga poses. We could uh, shake our bodies to awaken the sexual energy and to move our bodies, come into our bodies. 
and it is recommended that the last five minutes of the practice of 30 minutes is in stillness. So you're in corpse pose and you allow all the energies and emotions to integrate within yourself and to allow yourself to become whole again, to feel whatever you're feeling. And orgasmic yoga really recommends you being in your body and not in your head. So it doesn't encourage fantasy. And uh, that's another challenge because uh, we become, as a society, so used to being overstimulated, to watching uh, porn, to if not fantasizing in our heads so that we can have our pleasures quicker. And uh, we even use um, big, strong, uh, fat uh, sex toys. And uh, sometimes that can overstimulate our very sensitive uh, genitals. So I'm not against the use of sex toys. I'm I'm just saying that it shouldn't be habitual and it can really limit our sexual potential and creativity. Yeah, I hear you there. That is so important. And I, I relate too because I noticed that when I got into sex toys, it became, you know, because you orgasm so so quickly – that yeah. if you're an impatient person or you are kind of go, 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 and you aren't great at slowing down as is not my tendency, uh, it can be kind of your go-to and you sort of limit your arousal or your ability to have the more sensitive feelings of pleasure throughout your body. And I love that yeah. and, and that it's meditative. That's, that is beautiful. I love that you said it really profoundly changed your life. Would you speak to that a bit? Yes, actually, I, when I was doing sexological body work and introduced to orgasmic yoga, we were told to do it for 30 days for the entire program. And if not 30 days, then seven days. If not seven days, then three days. <laughs> Even then, because I am super sensitive in my body, I can have an orgasm in less than five minutes if I wanted to. So I was very resentful of uh, yet another homework that I needed to do. <laughs> so I didn't uh, take orgasmic yoga seriously. And it wasn't until I broke up with my second husband and I really didn't feel good. And a friend of my colleague actually reminded me, Martha, you are a sexologist. Do not shut down your sexuality. You are, you are doing such important work. Don't shut down your sexuality because this is not just your work, but this is also a big part of who you are. So I decided to commit to doing orgasmic yoga seriously every day. Uh, she also had recommended that I use a vibrator uh, to insert into my vagina and actually use uh, the penetration to release the pain or trauma uh, out of my vagina. So the times when I had sex when I didn't want to, the times when my partner was rough with me and was unconscious with me. These are wounds that actually happens uh, within us because our, our erectile tissue is internal for women. And so we actually bear the, the very much the, uh, impact of it internally. So I started to do it for 30 days and within the resistance came up, uh, the most in the first week. And, you know, we say things like we don't have time for it, but I was committed. I did it. And within a few days, I would say the first two weeks of orgasmic yoga, everything shifted within me. My energies shifted. My mood lifted. I was uh, basically giving myself the feel-good drug of orgasmic pleasure and uh, not necessarily orgasm. And 
I started to look different. And for a, the first time, I think in a really long time, I, I got strangers staring at me on the streets because I was glowing and I could feel that I was glowing. And after, after the first round of orgasmic yoga, I actually did it for one and a half months. And I was so sore because I was doing it every day for 30 minutes with a vibrator. And at some point I turned the vibrator off and just did the internal penetration, but it was painful. So those people, uh, my clients who say, I can't do this, uh, you know, you can. I have done it when I'm having my period, when I'm bleeding all over the floor, when I have great, great pain in my vagina. I have done it. You just need to do it slowly. And it's more about the subtle energies of pleasure rather than uh, the need to do something and be somewhere. Mm. So it's changed it because I, I, I not just look different, I feel different I, or glow. I actually become more beautiful. And I also have this deep, uh, deeper relationship with myself of loving myself. And actually, it was because of the deep love that I have for myself, I stopped some of the toxic behaviors that I was doing of um, needing to go into codependent relationships or needing to feel that I must be in a sexual relationship with someone because that's the only way I can get sex. And um, orgasmic yoga is uh, deeply uh, intimate. And um, so that has really changed the quality of love that I have for myself. Wow, that is so inspiring. I love the therapeutic nature that you yeah. talked about and that that it radiates from you and that you glow and that you can find that source of love energy within yourself and you know and then carry that on and inspire other people, help your clients and I'm sure so many people are are benefiting greatly. So when you do this practice for you said you did it for 30 days or or more at a time, do you then like for you now, do you practice it occasionally now or is it just kind of a program that you do in chunks yeah i do it in chunks when i feel inspired or when i make a commitment so i've started to run workshops in a series of eight weeks or six weeks for men and women and uh, as part of that program i i teach them and i ask them invite them to do orgasmic yoga and so i do it alongside them Whenever I do one round of orgasmic yoga, I am putting it on a closed Facebook group that I started as part of my uh, book called Orgasmic Yoga, the book. And I document my journey inside it. I have also done videos documenting my uh, previous round of orgasmic yoga. I think it was the third round. I think I'm in my fourth or fifth round now. So I do do them in chunks and I'm going to do it again on uh, starting from May 22nd as part of Masturbation Month. And uh, people can uh, find out more about it by going to Orgasmic Yoga, the book. I love that. When you say that you document it, are you, you know, do you practice it and then speak about it? Or are you actually like filming yourself doing this? Yes. So in the previous round, I filmed it and it, it was a lot of work. I uh, also had a lot of you know, complexities with the editing, putting it together and stuff like that. So what I do instead is I write about it. And I, f I find that I'm uh, beginning in my post, I don't just write about how I did orgasmic yoga that day. I write about what I'm thinking, what, what happened that day, and how my day 
is changing because of orgasmic yoga. So every time I'm doing orgasmic yoga now, I notice that I have a lot more energy. I have more creativity, more productivity, more positivity, more abundance flowing into my life each time I do it. And uh, it really is not sustainable. 30 minutes a day for a lot of people. That's why it's, for me, it has worked better to do it in chunks. Also, it can be painful uh, if you are, you know, doing va- uh, vaginal penetration all the time. And so uh, doing it in different ways will get different results. However, that's uh, less, uh, uh, I would say, uh, maybe stressful on the body by doing it in subtle ways like clitoral stimulation or playing with your nipples or giving your whole body an oil massage. So these are all different variations of how you can do orgasmic yoga. I love that. And I'm glad you brought up the n- nipple sensation because one of the most popular masturbation tips that I've shared on the Girl Boner blog is about nipplegasms, which, you know, basically having an orgasm through nipple stimulation. And there's a lot of research that shows that the nipples, when you are stimulating or they are being stimulated, that lights up the brain much like genital stimulation. And I participated yeah. in uh, orgasm MRI research where I masturbated in an MRI machine. And I keep awesome. thinking of it. Yeah, it was, a, it was such a wonderful experience. And as you were speaking about orgasmic yoga, I was thinking so much about that because, as you said, orgasm not being the goal. I've heard a lot of people have said to me, you know, how could you, you know, climax in a machine like that? And really, the reason, first of all, I wasn't feeling pressured to climax. That's one thing. Which, as you said, it doesn't, the orgasm doesn't mean to be the goal, but the scientist told me whether you do or do not come, that's helpful for us. And then relaxing. And I actually found the buzz of the machine and, and they led me through these exercises with like verbal prompts where they'd show words on a screen. And one of the things was thinking about your nipples being stimulated. And then was, mm-hmm. one was touching your nipple and even all genders are really, really stimulated by that. So that's, I think that's a great masturbation tip, whether you use it within the yoga practice or, you know, within just uh, your sexual activity with a partner or, or masturbating or, or whatnot. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I love that tip. That is, that yeah, is so wonderful. About, about, yes, about 10% of the population can have a nipplegasm. And um, it is also believed in Tao, T-A-O, that... If you massage your breasts and your nipples, you are be, you are essentially allowing your body to have hormonal balance. It is uh, highly recommended for menopausal women, and uh, there is a direct link between your breasts and uh, your womb, and so there are lots of benefits to it as well. Interesting. I love that. That is so fascinating. So aside from orgasmic yoga, which I think it's just fascinating. I hope that everybody out there considers it at some point. I'm going to consider doing it. I've been thinking so much as you're speaking about how beneficial this could be in so many practical ways. What are some of the ways that we can celebrate masturbation in our lives in addition besides the orgasmic yoga? Um, Just doing it in different ways. I think we are habitual masturbators. We... Yes, we, we feel horny and then we do it, uh, often when the mood strikes or when there's actually a real reason to do it. And we do it the same way because it works. Why would we want to change something? It, it works. And we become habitual masturbators and we get stuck in pattern. And 
if we shake things up, we're actually lighting up our all our brain and developing new neural pathways. What this means is we actually become a lot more adaptable and flexible. And when we are more sexual by ourselves, we can actually become a lot more creative and adaptable with our partners in turn. So by helping ourselves, we literally helping ourselves, uh, then we can actually um, have better sex lives when partnered. Mm, so uh, yeah. yeah so doing it in different ways so if you always do it lying down do it standing if you stand do it sitting uh you can do it in front of a mirror you can use your left hand instead of your right hand you can uh, use a fabric a feather on your parts you can use the vibrator throughout your whole body as a form of ma- massager you could uh, do some yoga poses before masturbation you could put on some music and if you are a quiet masturbator, you could give yourself permission to make a sound and uh, gradually work towards giving yourself permission to make more noises because um, these are the seven ways in which we can have stronger, longer, more consistent and bigger orgasms. Uh, first one is kegels, our pelvic floor squeezes. Then there's breath. The way we breathe can actually move energy in our bodies. Then there's sound. There's a movement. Then touch. Uh, intention so even the intention of moving energy from your genitals to your heart uh, helps uh, just like in uh, law of attraction and then there's uh, uh, fantasy so fantasy is uh, also one of the tools however uh, as I mentioned in orgasmic yoga we don't recommend fantasy uh, because we really want people to be fully in their bodies so these are the seven tools in which people can change the way they masturbate and uh, Joseph Kramer was the one who actually said it. And I truly believe it because I really took orgasmic yoga on board to change my life. And it did. So he's, he quotes, this is his quote, uh, change the way you masturbate and you change your life. Oh, I love that. That's so powerful. I definitely believe that. How important is it, do you think, to not focus on orgasm? I think that it is so common and a natural kind of tendency because we want that release. Like we want to feel all the euphoria and all of that. What do you think about masturbating without climaxing? I think it's great. Uh, excuse me. <coughs> we get so caught up with goals. And if we are a very goal-oriented person, task-oriented, uh, maybe we might be very much in our masculine as women. And sometimes just giving our, ourselves permission not to do this can really reframe in our heads that actually um, slow and subtle is also beautiful. And uh, that can that can really directly change our lives and our outlook to life. Uh, for the Chinese, we have this saying, you know, we rest so that we can continue in our long journey. And we sometimes forget the subtleness of uh, that is available to us. So for people who who uh, are focused on orgasms, I would say uh, it's not that you cannot. It's not that we're saying it's bad. We're just saying that if you can have an orgasm every single time you masturbate, then why not have experiences in which you choose not to? I and love it's, that. It's it's about choice, really. Yeah, I love that. And what you said about being goal-oriented, I think that if you get caught up in that mindset, it can put a lot of pressure on you during sexual activity, whether it's alone or with a partner. So, 
you'll have a lot mm. more pleasure and also feeling the pleasure through your whole body, you know, that that it isn't only about one explosive release. It's about feeling like you said and, and sending. I love that sending the energy to your heart. That's that's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah and and uh, people who are looking for that uh, explosive release, the quick uh, fix. Uh, what happens is when you actually warm up your whole body, you actually are more likely to have a full body orgasm and that orgasm is uh, going to be bigger anyway. So what you're essentially doing is you are expanding your container. Your body is like this container of orgasmic energy. And if you take more time to warm it up, it's just better. It's just like eating fast food and uh, gourmet food. It's, it's uh, both food, both fill you up, but the, the, the essence of it is different. And... um uh, once you've done it, you realize that you have choice and you can choose to continue going for what you usually do. But there's, a, there's now a choice that you can choose to have a different experience for that session. I love it. Such wonderful advice. You are just a wealth of information. Please tell us where everyone can learn more about you. <laughs> so uh, my company uh, name is uh, Eros Coaching. That's eroscoaching.com. And I have uh, orgasmic yoga coming up on the 22nd of May onwards. And people can find the campaign at uh, Facebook, Orgasmic Yoga, the book. I'm also going to be doing a tele-summit with uh, Robbie Vergal. And uh, it's called makeloveweek.com. And for one week, we're going to have interviews with uh, different experts on how to have more love and sex in our lives. Excellent. Wonderful. I hope everyone checks that out. Thank you again so much for being here, Martha. Thank you. You're wonderful. Thank you. You're, you're, you're awesome. Isn't she fantastic? Please check out her work and uh, let me know what you think. I love hearing from folks. AugustMcLaughlin.com. Just click that contact tab. Next, I decided to ask Tabitha Rain, who is a wonderful erotica writer and also a painter of nudes. Um, she is participating in my Beauty of a Woman blog fest, which is going on right now. And she is just a lovely person, such a innovative thinker about eroticism and, in fact, invented a fabulous sex toy called the Ruby Glow, Pleasure for the Seated Lady. Yes, you sit down using this. It is hands-free, so it can be used for pleasure with or without clothing. It's wonderful for people who have certain, you know, um, limitations physically, or if you just want to get off sitting down. She shares more about her story at TabithaRain.com, and Rain is R-A-Y. N-E. I asked her to share some tips for making the most of masturbation. Here's what she had to say. So, some tips for masturbation, or self-pleasure, or self-love, whatever you'd like to call it. So, I think that we place a lot of judgment on ourselves, and maybe we feel guilty for it. Maybe we feel guilty for taking the time to do it. And you know what? Sometimes we ignore these little urges that would come over us that we would norm we could act on if we wanted to, but we don't. So one of my tips is, if you do find yourself thinking, hmm, mm, something feels quite nice, why don't you go and take yourself off? Take yourself off for five minutes, go somewhere private, just even to the bathroom, even to your bedroom, and just explore your body, just to yourself. But you don't have to have orgasm as your goal at that point. Have a little flirt with yourself. Get things moving. Fall in love with yourself physically. One of my favourite tools to help masturbation is reading erotica. 
And I really find that my imagination is the thing that really turns my body on. And so my, one of my biggest tips would always be is to turn your imagination on. And the best way for me is to read some really sexy books or look at some sexy pictures. And that really does just get the juices flowing, get you all excited. Why not tease yourself a little bit and don't touch yourself until you really, 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 really feel aroused. And then you'll find that you'll just have an orgasm, a huge orgasm, and it won't have needed too much going on because you've already aroused the most important part of yourself, and that's your imagination, your brain. In a way, I don't really feel properly qualified to give masturbation tips, mainly because I know just how different women are. Some people like to have full-on friction, some people like this featheriest of touch, and it really is all about your own body and what to do. I think my biggest tip that I can give anyone is to not be inhibited and don't worry if your tastes will change, your body changes as you get older, as you try new things, you know, I think, but what I do know is the more orgasms you have, the more orgasms you have and so you can really, masturbation is a great way to get your libido up and that's just another fantastic thing if you're in a relationship as well, it's always nice to have good fiery libido going between you. It helps solve a lot of relationship problems, I think, if you're able to communicate sexually. So that's me. That's my tips. I hope you've enjoyed them and really been fun hanging out with August. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much, Tabitha. I love so much of that. The the more orgasms you have, the more orgasms you have. That is hugely important to know and a very cool reward to look forward to. Not that it's all about the orgasm again. Speaking of which, I just have to share that I really honestly thought because I went into the orgasmic yoga segment a little bit blindly. A lot of times I researched the topic, but because that was so new for me, I wanted to be very fresh with questions that other people who are listening and do not have familiarity might ask. And I was actually imagining like these yoga positions, like, you know, downward doggy style or something and like actual yoga class where you're naked and having sex at the same time. Maybe that does happen. And as Martha said, that there are she coaches people and you may do this in the presence of others. But it sounds like it's a beautiful, solitary experience to create that sexy solitude for yourself and get to know your body. And I love what uh, Tabitha said about erotica reading read it out loud, read it to yourself, read it with a partner. Beautiful. It is a beautiful, wonderful way to fantasize and get yourself into a sexy, sexy mood and, you know, with or without a toy. And like she said, uh, with her, with the toy that she created, you can actually sit. So you could actually sit on the toy and read erotica at the same time, which is awesome. Here are a few more popular tips about masturbation that I've shared on the Girl Boner blog. Throw a self love party, meaning solo self-love. When's the last time you did something really, truly nurturing for yourself and your body? Setting aside that time for just a little bit of girl boner love is a beautiful way to show self-love. I really do think it is about not only embracing yourself and your pleasure, but putting your your needs and your desires first and really wanting to have those desires because it's so easy to put up blocks, you know, when we're really busy and taking care of other people or working hard in our lives. 
It's so important to carve out that time. And we've talked a little bit before about scheduling sex. Dr. Megan shared recently that, you know, it can be a really sexy, exciting thing to do. It's not, you know, just making it mechanical and you must do it at this time, but knowing that you're looking forward to it. So schedule one for yourself, a, a solo date. I think that's fabulous. Another great tip is to try those new positions or toys. Whatever that may be, whether it's a uh, vibrating cock ring or a vibrator or a dildo or a different size sex toy, um, trying to different positions and just, just playing different rooms, all that kind of stuff. Creativity is really big. This tip I shared, get yourself off in public, sounds very kind of like performancey, but actually <laughs> – it's kind of like fairly in public. It's doing it in secret. Dr. Jennifer Landa, a physician and author of The Sex Drive Solution for Women, suggests having solo sex just about anywhere using a vibrating device. So, you know, they have the vibrators that you have with a, a remote control. And you can give the remote control to a partner. You can use it yourself. But, you know, just having some pleasure. Just slip into a restroom, use it in your car. It's just kind of a fun little adventure to try. Maybe you just want to add that as a, as a challenge or maybe you're having a really stressful event coming up. Why not have a little stress release? And also just knowing it's there, even if it wasn't buzzing, wouldn't that kind of just put a little lift in your spirits? Like, I have a vibrator in my panties. That's kind of cool. And make it a priority. Make masturbating a priority. It doesn't need to be something that you're doing every single day or, you know, if you sign up for or not sign up, but if you commit to a orgasmic yoga routine, you know, maybe that would be a 30-day thing. But in general, whether you desire or decide to prioritize sexy play every now and then or more frequently, I think it's important to know that it is a part of your life and a part of getting to know yourself throughout your life. It's not something that you just do for a while to get figure things out. As Dr. Martha was saying, our bodies change, our needs change, our desires change, and it's a beautiful way to continue growing. And also masturbating with a partner. I think that's super, super sexy. It's a great way to show each other what turns you on. And also you get the visual of watching somebody that already turns you on get turned on and get turned on by you and vice versa. It's like this awesome whirlwind of sexiness. It's very, very fun. If you want to learn more about Tabitha, again, go to TabithaRain.com. Now for some Ask Dr. Megan fun. I always love these segments, and we have a wonderful question this week from Kel, who wrote this. She said, hi, I'm having trouble orgasming with my husband, but never have trouble when I masturbate. We've tried all different kinds of positions, and nothing seems to work. Is that weird? Please tell me I don't have to stop using my vibrator. Ha ha. Thanks for your help. Kel, here is what Dr. Megan had to say. Kel, I really appreciate you asking this question because I know it's top of mind for so many women. And I definitely understand the frustration of when you are not able to orgasm or having trouble orgasming with a partner and seems like effortless, no problem at all when you masturbate. So one of the things I'm always curious about from an assessment perspective is, um, is this new, your difficulty uh, orgasming with your husband? Has it sort of globally and always been the case? Uh, because if it's something more recent, I would be curious sort of what's shifted or changed either, you know, physically in terms of, um, you know, length of stimulation, level of arousal, as well as psychologically in terms of whether or not there might be any tension in the relationship. And sort of first and foremost, when I'm working with couples, I find that it in time, there's just sort of this 
frustration. It's like, you really want to have an orgasm. He totally wants to give it to you. And you're both kind of what we call sort of spectating or observing, observing. So you're in your head and it's like, it's going to happen. Is it not happening? Oh God, it's not going to happen. You know, and I call those sort of intrusive thoughts. And I can tell you there's nothing sexy about them. In fact, it's one of the ways that you're probably turning yourself off. Uh, and especially if you're noticing that he's like really feeling sort of pressured, you know, to give you pleasure. Again, it's sort of that pressure and that, that expectation absolutely can inhibit arousal. Um, I love the fact that though you sort of say, ha, you know, do I have to give up my vibrator? Because, you know, it's one of those things that potentially is in the mix. Um, and by that, I mean, a vibrator is a level of stimulation that is very, well, not very difficult. It's impossible for your partner to duplicate. Um, so when you masturbate, I'm kind of curious. Do you ever just lay off the vibrator and explore with your fingers? Can you bring yourself to orgasm yourself? with your fingers, uh, because when and if you're finding trouble doing so, you can appreciate how your partner might be feeling that same kind of frustration. Um, and it's not that you've uh, desensitized your nerves as much as it is you've conditioned your body. If you think about orgasm as a reflex, and we need a certain level of stimulation to hit that tipping point, uh, you've sort of taking the shortcut. Like it doesn't take much. Uh, you know, most women can bring themselves to orgasm, you know, very quickly, often in less than a minute or two, whereas without a vibrator, it's upwards of nine minutes um, with direct physical clitoral stim. And so one of the things I think is, you know, try and just laying off the vibrator to see whether or not you find yourself being more responsive to slower touch. And the reason that's so important is because even though a vibrator can get you there quickly, and you know, I feel like most people, when you masturbate, you're not looking for a marathon session. That being said, you know, arousal is something that builds. And the longer you take to build it, sort of that slow touch, that full caress, you know, sort of the full body engagement, uh, and, and that increases vasocongestion and sort of the blood encouragement, that actually leads to more intense orgasms. Um, and so it's not that you have to give up the vibrator, but it is worth playing around to see if you sort of give it a rest or work with your own fingers and just recognize the value of really building uh, your arousal response and taking it slow. And for you as a couple, take the focus off of orgasm because it's almost like say to yourself, it's not going to happen. Uh, take off the complete expectation because what I really want you both to do is focus on the pleasuring. Uh, if you focus on the pleasuring and the slower buildup and knowing that your biggest sex organ is your mind. So keeping your mind in a sexy place versus an observing place about what or was, what is or isn't happening, I think is absolutely key. And, you know, play in that space, see what happens. Another alternative, uh, because I'm all about trying things on and seeing what works for you as a couple is potentially getting, uh, or using either your finger, uh, in sexual positions or his finger for additional clitoral stimulation. Because again, two thirds of women don't orgasm with penetration alone or adding a vibrator, something small, like a bullet, or they even have, um, sort of on sort of a cock ring, it's uh, sort of a constrictive device. So it can make his penis sort of harder and firmer, which might give you more sensation uh, in that sense of fullness, but also at the same time, the, the vibrator. And so some, some of them are made such that the vibration is constantly on. And some of them are made that it only comes on as there's pressure, sort of, you might be on top and sort of, you know, grinding your pelvis. Uh, so you might want to sort of explore the role of playing with the vibration sensation together. 
But my strong recommendation is first try the slower, longer buildup and then be your own expert and see ultimately for you as a couple, which of these sensations and experience feels best for you both. There's lots of things to try and explore and play. So it does not equal no vibrator, but I also think you want to just recognize you should always have more than, well, more than one tool in your toolbox, but you know, I'm all about expanding your repertoire. So many tools in your toolbox. Love to hear how it goes. Thank you so much, Dr. Megan. There was so much wonderful juiciness in her response. So many takeaways, you know, focusing on the pleasure, taking the pressure off so that you're not just focusing on orgasm, you know, trying different techniques with yourself and, you know, trying with your hands alone. All of that, I think, can be really, really beneficial for all of us. I'm wishing you the best of luck, Kel. Uh, like Dr. Megan said, definitely let us know how it goes or if you have any other questions along the way. All of you can submit questions for our Ask Dr. Megan segments or for me on my website. Go to augustmclaughlin.com and use the contact option. And it's totally anonymous. I protect people's identity and I will not reveal your full name unless you ask me to. And to learn more about Dr. Megan, visit her wonderful website, greatlifegreatsex.com. She also entered the Beauty of a Woman blog fest and has a fantastic post up about keeping your sexual pilot light on. I love it. It's wonderful. If you're looking for one of those, a vibrating cock rings, a new toy, lube, any of that, definitely check out today's sponsor, The Pleasure Chest. It's one of the best places to buy it. I'm serious. I've been saying that for a long time before we were working together. You can find... All kinds of good stuff that will arrive in discreet packaging if you order online, or you can attend one of their free weekly workshops if you are in the New York, Chicago, or L.A. areas. And when you do that, you get 15% off anything in the store. So it's like a many times win. Check them out at pleasurechest.com. If you're enjoying Girl Boner Radio, thank you so much. I hope you will subscribe on iTunes if you haven't yet. And reviews are really, really awesome. I hope you'll also hop over to my website, augustmclaughlin.com, where you can find show extras and sign up for my mailing list for occasional updates from me personally. I would so love to have you in my posse. Thanks so much for listening and have a beautiful girl boner embracing week.